Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a, pos- a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, June 16, 2022. With the spread of the Omicron 5 variant, the past week has seen a steady increase in coronavirus cases in Italy, 28.5% more than the previous week. Infections have grown in 86 out of 170 Italian provinces. This has not happened for a long time. The last time we saw growth in the circulation of the virus was March. On the positive side, since it is Omicron 5, no increased severity of the disease is observed. On the contrary, luckily, hospitals continue to reduce the number of beds dedicated to patients with COVID. Data on the Italian economy are often contradictory. The latest bouts better than those published earlier. They are data on the Italian industrial production, and they say it grew plus 1.6% in April compared to March, despite the Russian-Ukrainian war, increases in energy and commodity prices, and a general increase in inflation in all countries. Since January, Italian industrial production has restarted at full speed. Many companies say that they are full of orders, exports are flying, and even several energy-intensive sectors such as steel and ceramics are producing non-stop. Italian industrial production for the February-April 2022 quarter even grew by 2% compared with the previous number, November 2021-January 2022 quarter. This is by far the strongest increase among major European countries, and this is something we are not used to. But there is more. Italy's labour input outpaced the economic growth in the first quarter of this year. Uh, labour input increased by 1.5% compared to the previous quarter and 6.7% year-on-year. Both figures have paced the, the growth of Italy's economy, which expanded by 0.1% quarter-on-quarter and 6.2% year-on-year. <clears throat> On the other hand, according to Confindustria, the Association of Italian Companies, Italy is the country most affected by the impact on production costs of rising energy prices. According to these estimates, rising energy prices cost Italy between 5.7 billion and 6.8 billion on a month, uh, euros on a monthly basis, or an increased burden of between 68 billion and 81 billion euros on an annual basis. This is a cost increase of 8.8% in 2022, more than double the corresponding corresponding French figure, 3.9%, and almost a third more than the German figure, 6.8%. And as if that that were not yet enough, yesterday Gazprom, Russia's state energy company, announced a series of reductions in gas supplies to some European countries, especially Germany. Gazprom claims that these are technical problems, but everybody believes It is a political decision. Also, Gazprom announced yesterday that it would reduce gas supplies to Italy by 15%. For now, the reduction affects only yesterday, just yesterday, although the situation is still to be clarified. Right now, the consequences of gas supply reductions are small. With the arrival of the summer, gas is no longer needed to heat buildings and European needs are greatly reduced. European countries, however, plan to use the warm weather to make gas reserves for the winter when the damage of a supply disruption can be much, much greater. Col Diretti, Italian Farmers Association, said Monday that the global turnover of fake Italian food products has risen to an annual 120 billion euros. It's an incredible, incredible number. Over two-thirds of Italian food products in the world are now fake. The Ukraine war's impact on world trade had exacerbated the situation. Among the most cloned products are cheeses, led by Parmigiano Reggiano and Grana Padano. Other top bogus brands are iconic cold cuts like Parma and San Daniele Ham and Mortadella from Bologna. 
richer countries are more likely to have false Italian sounding products, such as the US, where the business is worth some 40 billion euros. The sale of fake goods usually divides into two broad categories. Firstly, these are, there are goods that bear fake quality labels implying they have been manufactured to certain standards. This is apparently a particular problem for Parmigiano Reggiano cheese, which has been plagued by those inferior clones over the years. The second category covers items labeled as coming from one geographical area, but which actually come from another place entirely, such as a Pompeian olive oil, which is made not in Pompeii, but in California. Italian sounding products are now raking some $6 billion in sales, while the genuine, genuine articles only make about $2 billion. The results of a survey of North American specialty food stores carried out with the Parma Chamber of Commerce say that some 97% of Italian pasta sauces and 76% of supposedly Italian canned tomatoes on the North American market are bogus. The USA is now churning out 1.7 million tons of imitation cheese, including 1.3 million tons of Marco mozzarella, 120 million tons of pretend provolone, 118,000 tons of phony ricotta and 16,000 tons of pirated parmesan. In Europe, food authenticity standards are more rigorously observed. Last year saw a threefold increase in European Union customs seizures of fake Italian products bearing quality labels. Italy has the highest number of EU seals of approval on its food and drink. According to data collected, uh, once again another data, collected by the Italian Ministry of Education, in the 2020-2021 school year, out of just over 7 million students attending, attending Italian state schools, more than 1 million chose not to take religion classes, which are optional in Italy. As a percentage, this is 14%, with a growing trend. They were 12.9% in 2018-2019 and 13.5% in 2019-2020. The choice not to take religion classes grows as age increases. Art high schools are the most secular institutions with a percentage of 28.44% of students choosing not to take religion classes. The three regions with the highest rates of students not taking these classes are Tuscany, Emilia Romagna and Liguria, while those with the lowest rates are Molise, Campania and Basilicata. Catholic religion is much stronger in the south of Italy than in the north. As mentioned in last Thursday's video, <coughs> on Sunday, June 12, Italians were called to vote for five referendums on the issue of justice. Only 20.8% of voters went to vote, so the referendums were declared invalid. 50% plus one of eligible voters were needed. These were the least participated referendums since when this voting possibility exists. It is never good news when voters refuse to exercise their right, their right to vote. And speaking of that, let's end this video with a bitter smile. Last Sunday, votes were also being cast to renew mayors and city councils in 1,000 large and small Italian cities. <coughs> in <coughs> Castel Guidone, a very small town of 301 inhabitants in the province of Chieti, Abruzzo, the counting of, of municipal elections was very fast. When officials opened the only ballot box, inside there was only one ballot. Only one of the 278 eligible voters had voted, but by mistake. He had also picked up the municipal ballot even though he only wanted to vote on the referendums. His ballot was therefore blank and the only mayoral candidate, Guglielmo De Santis, thus received zero votes, as did the council candidates on his list. With only one voter, the turnout was 0.36% and for this the municipality will be commissioned. De Santis did not get any votes, essentially not even his, 
because he is unknown in Castel Guidone and he doesn't live there. He admitted that he had been to Castel Guidone only once to see what the town was like. But he lives in another region, in Gallipoli, Puglia, almost 500 kilometers away, not even in Abruzzo. The eight candidates on his list were also all from Puglia, not Abruzzo. In Castel Guidone, as has happened in many other small towns, it was impossible to find someone local willing to administer the municipality. The Santis, although disappointed with the result on Sunday, promised that he would try again, partly because, and are his exact words, it is impossible to do worse. And it seems legit. This also happens in this crazy, beautiful, very problematic country that is Italy. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you next Thursday. Please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.